Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday, my friends. Yes, indeed, we have made it. Congratulations. Self-high fives all the way around. You know, I'm doing a lot of this uh, speaking, coaching sort of stuff, and uh, every once in a while something odd pops up because the terms get confused. So I I, I just got... Just got a note saying that, uh, well, it says, Dear Jeff, you, you you might be the right pick to be the coach of the Monica High School dance team. Now, uh, I will tell you the answer to that, if that's posed as a question. The answer is no, and uh, I like the uh, the fine folks at Monica High School far too much to uh, say that I should be coaching their, their dance team. Not a chance. Uh, we had some interesting economic news. Oh, heck, we're always getting interesting economic news. Is the Fed about to uh, cut the rates because it's political? Uh, are we all going to be just doggone filthy rich, or is there something else going on? There's there's exactly one person that I trust uh, to analyze these things. Uh, you know him, a uh, former member of Congress, uh, a professor of economics, the head of the business school at Liberty University. He's now the vice provost uh, for engagement engagement at Liberty, and none of this is connected to anything that Dave says here. This is all about Dave Bratt, and I'm always so happy to welcome him here. Dave, thank you for being here, my friend. Yeah, hey, Jeff, I, I know, I've been banging my head on the, uh, I've been trying to figure out a positive message for you this week, but Congress made it impossible yesterday. Yeah. Okay, well, let's start with that, because... I thought, and I know, but I thought that this Mike Johnson as speaker was all about something here and he wasn't going to go along. Yeah. Is this more go-along-to-get-along nonsense? It looks like it. I mean, all right, and all the political views are just my own. I'm not speaking mm-hmm. for anybody, right? Uh, but, yeah, the, every Republican ran saying they were going to vote against this $7 trillion Pelosi budget bill. Yes, and now uh, half the conference uh, did not tell the truth is the diplomatic way of putting it, yes. right? So this is not good. And yeah. and so everybody listening, you, you know, I think everyone agrees the nation is bankrupt. Yep. And then issue number two is uh, I think it's also fair to say the Democrats don't have any limits on spending that I'm aware of. They want to just spend and spend and spend. And so mm-hmm. – uh, when they run and say they're moderates, uh, but you're funding an open border invasion, yep. and the proof of that is that the Democrat mayor of New York City says, you're ruining my city. That's right. 
and then the Democrat mayor of Chicago says, stop this, you're ruining my city. Then, it, like, where are these moderate Democrats that say they, they run as moderates, but they vote for everything leftist? Mm-hmm. They vote for all the woke military stuff. Yep. Now we're in multiple wars within the last three years right. underneath a Democrat leftist regime. Yeah. And so I'm just scratching my head, like, where's the common sense in this country? And then the Republicans don't have the spine to stand up and, for me, stand up on issues that are so easy to stand up on that uh, I, I just don't get it, right? I mean, there's a border invasion. I think you should be against border invasions, right? Yeah. And yeah. you should be against bankrupting the country. And so that's uh, – but, unfortunately, you're right. It's easier to just kick the can down and say, uh, you know, we don't want to shut down the government. A lot of it's due to the press. There is tremendous pressure from CNN and the left, et cetera, mm-hmm. on – a member, if they stand up and they use the leverage they have, that's right. Which is a shutdown of the government that we're not going to fund the crazy stuff, uh, and so that's what happened. So you mentioned the uh, the budget, and you use the name Pelosi. You describe it as yeah. Pelosi budget. That's how I've seen this described. Now, now, why would someone like Nancy Pelosi, who's uh, just one other member of four hundred thirty five, if I understand correctly, right? She's not the speaker. She's not the leader of the Democrats. Uh, why does she have that sort of power? And where is Speaker Mike Johnson? Shouldn't he be putting together yeah. his budget ideas? Yeah, well, it, I, I don't want to get into the technical aspects because it's complex, right. but it's called the Pelosi budget because it goes back to the Pelosi budget numbers back two years ago after COVID hit, and we ramped up spending, sending checks to everyone in the country. Mm-hmm. We ramped mm-hmm. the budget from $5 trillion up to $7 trillion instantly, just sending cash out the doors, right, to save the economy, and who knew what was coming, okay? Right. Okay, good. So that, that was irrational and whatever. But that's in the rearview mirror. Now it's time to get back to rational. Yes. And so we're overspending by $2 trillion. The Republicans came in and had a bill that wasn't that great, but it clipped spending by 1%. And now the Speaker and the Republicans didn't even push for that bill. Oh They're fully funding the prior Pelosi bill at a full $7 trillion, all leftist policies, all border initiatives, all woke military, all funding the WHO all funding the United Nations, all funding endless wars. Uh, and I, I don't see a policy win from my perspective anywhere. I don't see anything enhancing productivity. I don't see anything enhancing literacy rates for third graders. Uh, I don't see anything that's just is common sense. It's incredible. I want to remind everybody that Dave Brandt is joining us. Uh, strictly his perspective, his analysis, his insight on on a variety of issues, but we always focus on economics because that really is uh, uh, Dave's wheelhouse. Uh, all right, so I'm looking at... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time 
baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This And I'd love to tell you that I'm surprised that uh, members of uh, my political party have all of a sudden realized that, um, well, they, they don't have a backbone. I, I mean, I, yeah. unfortunately, I'm not surprised because I, I see far more people that shake their fists and they go back behind closed doors and do whatever they're told to do, which is annoying and disappointing. But what for all of us that are just trying to figure this out... I keep hearing, number one, if we don't do this, the government shuts down. And number two, this is, the, the, there are these continuing resolutions. What is a continuing resolution, and, and what would be so bad if the government shut down? Yeah, so, I mean, it, you know, no, it, it's not rational to want to shut down the government. So that, right. that's not optimal. But when you have what I was just saying, a border invasion and runaway, we're $2.5 trillion deficit spending right now. Right, two and a half trillion dollars taking out debt just to fund this year's deficit on the backs of the kids, and we're going to have to pay interest on that uh, ongoing. A CR is a continuing resolution that just funds the government at current levels, so it's just purely kicking the can. You just take the existing budget numbers that are in operation right now, and you say, let's just keep running them at that level for three months. And then at the end of that, we also promise we're going to do twelve appropriations bills. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little more, you know, all the ideas I throw out have economic empirical evidence behind them. When I say there's a border invasion, the, the numbers are there to support it. Right. When I say productivity is at one and a half next year, CBO says that. They also say productivity will be 1.5% for the next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, it, everything is not uh, political. Right. And so the left uh, doesn't have to any responsibility on them for some reason. I, I, I don't know how they get away with this. The press is a huge part of that story. That's right. uh, but, for example, the evidence that I offer is the Senate is Democrat-run. They have not done any of the 12 appropriation bills. They're just purely waiting on the Republicans to have to put numbers down on paper. Oh. And then if the numbers are shy, we get annihilated and say, oh, look at their mean. They want to cut blah, blah, blah. Right. right from infinite right. spending, they just jacked up spending to infinity. And yeah. still, if you cut anything, you're a bad guy. That's right. So this is not sustainable. Everybody knows it, right? Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, just mm. came out two days ago from Davos. Uh, make sure you play that in your cold open. It's about a minute. Yeah, everybody needs to hear that. This guy is a never Trumper. He's not Republican. He might run for president in 28 next time. Okay. So he's propping things up a little bit, but. He's a smart, smart guy. I don't agree with him on a lot of stuff, right. uh, but go listen to his commentary on uh, what's 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 going on in, in the real world. He's very insightful. I, I was going to ask you to weigh in on some of the stuff coming out of Davos, the uh, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, and the whole you know the, all the guys that said, "Hey, you're not going to own anything, and you're going to like it, and we're going to do this ESG yeah. nonsense and." Uh, People uh, hire financial advisors, but we want the financial advisors to do this as opposed to perform a fiduciary duty for their clients. Uh, what, what are some of the things coming out of that uh, Davos conference this time out? Besides James, yeah, well, the yeah, that's right. Well, you just listed a good chunk. The, the the unifying theme and mission statement 
is Davos wants global power, right? So the European Union is a good example of that, right? The, yep. the nation states in, in Europe uh, that, you know, started back in 1600, right? The, the mm-hmm. system of nation states itself. The, the one huge obstacle to that is the United States of America, because we are still a sovereign nation. Right. And we do not want to fit into a coalition under a one-world government. Right. So all of their initiatives are set up to end the sovereignty of the U.S., right? So that's why all the rest of the world mm-hmm. is unifying uh, against the U.S. on currency wars, uh, on trade, on open borders, on all these things that are harming the United States. Right, uh, TikTok and the Chinese have their own, you know, cultural uh, intelligence wars going on against us. Yep. Uh, and so the U.S. is going along with too much of this, right? That's the problem. We are a sovereign nation. It's up to us to stop that from happening. If you want control of your own lives. Yeah. Uh, but but Davos uh, basically just stands uh, for. In the end, it's going to be ruled by the elite. They're going to mm-hmm. tell you what to do. And the American people, you know, they'll go along with this kind of thing for a while. But they, let me just tell you, when it happens, you ain't going to be a happy camper, right? That's right. Uh, the lost Americans, uh, you know, you try telling New York City, New Yorkers, that uh, they're not autonomous uh, individuals anymore. And you're going to have some heart attacks going on up there. <laughs> right? And so uh, it, it's starting to seep in here. Uh, wow. But, you know, we'll see who wins uh, the presidency next time. And that, that's what's up for grabs. Well, and Dave, uh, China that was one is of... behind a lot of that, and, yeah. and Biden is very beholden to China. And, yes. and let me just give you one piece of evidence on this one, right, just okay. to show you it's intentional, the Davos stuff, right? Okay. So they, uh, Chinese, there's 300,000 Chinese students in the U.S. They are now, by law, in China, in, in order to come over here, they have to report into their embassy and give intelligence on what they're seeing in the United States. We used to have laws in, under the executive branch of the president that they can't do that, right? So it's right. law. Biden voluntarily got rid of that restriction. Oh. Let that sink in. Why? It, right? So he's encouraging the Chinese, 300,000 Chinese kids to go back and report on the U.S.? Wow. Really? And so, you know, I could go on and on and on. And so, but if, if you don't know these things are happening, yep. you know, you're in the dark. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, trickle, trickle, trickle. And luckily, China is falling apart economically right now, so it, the threat's a little less. Right, right. That, that, it's amazing to me, and I, it does explain why there is so much anti-Trump fervor over yeah. at Davos. I forget the woman who, who spoke out, and I, I apologize for that, but, but her message was very, very clear that the election or the re-election of Donald Trump would have, I think her phrase was, devastating consequences for Europe. <laughs> And I thought right. to myself, good, I'm glad to hear it. You know, I'm, right. <laughs> you're not exactly our friends anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and it's interesting, right? Because Europe needs the U.S. to thrive. Right. China, a communist system, needs the U.S. economic engine to thrive. Mm-hmm. The U.S. does not need Europe to thrive. The U.S. does not need China to thrive. Yep. And so that's a succinct summary of uh, what's going on here, right? And right. all the, the, the war in the Ukraine, that is a European uh, field of action, right, oh, in history. And it, it's just been the killing fields for the, every right. past war for the last hundred years. Yep. 
And are they solving the problem? No, it's always the U.S. that's got to come in and solve the problem. After they set up the problems, right? And now we got the Middle East and you got Pakistan and Iran going at it. And these are not uh, insignificant issues. These are these are coming to a theater near you. And you got to ask yourself, who has allowed this chaos to take place? How did this happen? Yeah. You know, you mentioned the uh, the invasion. I mean, that, that that's what hap- is happening, of course, on our southern border. The uh, the Senate Republicans, again, uh, I'll say this, yeah. you don't have to say it, but yeah. spineless, bottom-feeding weasels, yeah. and that may be too yeah. generous an assertion. Uh, but they're, they're saying, well, well, we'll cap it at 5,000 illegals every day. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what are you kidding me? I mean, you're, you're, you're in the course of a month, you'll replace an entire city over there and over there. But... I also saw a, a comment the other day from the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, maybe I've read these things wrong, Dave, but the Chamber of Commerce seems to be all on board with this whole idea of illegal aliens in the United States. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah, big labor is all in favor of it, right? When I was in Congress, any, any state that has a lot of golf and hotels like Carolina, all their Congress folks are on the wrong side of the issue, and they're hurting the American person. And then we had all the momentum, right? We huge African American uh, population flooding toward the Republicans for this yep. issue. Yep, they know uh, that the the jobs. Uh, it's not only five thousand per day let in; they're immediately given work permits yes. in the new legislation under Langford. And so, uh, you know, the, you got people around the world waiting in line, and then the illegal folks come in unvetted. There's mm-hmm. huge security risk. There's public yep. health risk. There's all sorts of risks. There's mafias yeah. down there. There's human trafficking. That's right. There's more people dying from fentanyl than in prior wars we fought. And uh, there's no press on any of this. Nope. The American people kind of know what's going on in the back of their head. Uh, but the Hispanic, the blue-collar workers mm-hmm. uh, were mm-hmm. coming over. But if Lankford does this bill... Uh, then in all politics are my own again, just yep. you know, beat that and everybody's, I'm just speaking on my own terms, but that Langford right. bill, yep. then what we stand for is shredded, right? We, we should be standing for the American worker first That's and right. foremost. They're citizens right. of the country under yep. law. It's, it's yep. not complex. No, it's not. No, it's not. Wow. <laughs> Dave, uh, you know, I love you, and I always love having you here every week. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I know, next week, <laughs> I'll get some positive thinking quotes going or know. something. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, barbecue or something. I mean, we'll yeah, I'll, I'll work in Zig Ziglar or somebody, you know. There you go. Hey, that <laughs> I can peel. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> again, I am so grateful to you making uh, time for us on a, on a weekly basis. It is so insightful, so informative. I get I get so many uh, notes and messages uh, thanking me for having you here. So I, I just want you to know that uh, what you're saying is heard. It's appreciated. And um, I want you to have a blessed weekend, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thank you, brother. I love everybody back there. Love everybody in the seventh. I had some great friends. They're still great friends. God bless everybody. Have a great day, Jeff. Thank you, sir. That is uh, Dave Bratt, Dr. Dave Bratt, the uh, vice provost for engagement out at Liberty University. I'm telling you right now, just one of the best guys you are ever going to hear. Uh, Brilliant beyond belief. And uh, we do joke about it because he joins us every Friday. We talk about economic stuff, which sadly in this day and age is just not 
a positive topic. But you need to know these things. These are vital pieces of information. 351, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.